0: Hello, and welcome to ADGM Think, where we find out what the business leaders in our community here at ADGM really think. With us today, we have a dear friend, George Triplo, the SVP of Global Family Offices at the respected wealth manager, Northern Trust. Welcome, George.
1: Great. Great to be here, Chris. Thanks very much. We appreciate
0: your time. Well, as you know, we're going to talk about the concept of a Family office today. Now, family offices are an incredibly important multi trillion dollar market sector. But to me, when I think of a family office, I think of a, a private, mysterious, discreet world of mysteries. You know, I think of going to a, a mansion and thinking of a huge wood paneled door and the faint whiff of cigar smoke and you know, old hundred-year-old ledgers on the wall and, you know, old paintings and just a world of mystery with vaults and safes. That's that's what I think of. Now, you do this professionally, I just watch the movies, so you're going to probably tell me quite a different story. Um, but if, you, if I was to say to you, d- describe a family office to a 15-year-old, you know, so just write it, it's more... Simplest terms, what is a family office?
1: Sure, yeah, what a wonderful description. It sounds something like uh, more out of a Harry Potter film than anything else. But if I were describing it to a fifteen-year-old, I would say a family office really is a, a vehicle, a pot of money, or a fund uh, that a family over a period of time, you know, has built up. There's now investing for the future, um, and those family offices now take on many different sizes. So. Regulation in the US has meant that, you know, many fund managers or hedge fund managers have collapsed their funds, returned the capital, and now running private family offices. We see family offices in Europe, they've been running five, six, seven generations. And we see other family offices in emerging markets that have just begun or indeed, you know, could be termed as virtual. I have very, very few staff, you know, and just money, run money you know, in a different, different way to those traditions.
0: So it's it's when a family is entrepreneurial together, really.
1: Yeah, or it can be generational wealth that's passed Mm -hmm. out. If you look at some of the oldest families, you know, that generational wealth is still ongoing. But obviously, with the creation of wealth, as we've seen in the Western developed world, over the last 10, 15 years, we know that difference between rich and poor. And we've seen a large explosion or proliferation of families. Yeah. and obviously this for us in the region, it is a key area of focus, especially yeah. with the way the wealth is created.
0: So, I know family offices kind of vary a lot in size of their activities and scope and so on. Um, but how how big are they? You know, how important are they to the economies? Are they? I know some of them might even be you know controlling conglomerates. Sure, how I big
1: mean, are they? look in this region. When we look at those merchant or royal families that have really driven growth over the last 30, 40 years, these families are conglomerates. You know, they started with very basic trading businesses and now they've diversified to be global conglomerates, invested and diversified across all industries. Mm. So that wealth that the family has, you know, has been ring-fenced into a family office and we see that invested on an ongoing basis. But this region, like no other, they've been very, very important because obviously we've seen large assets flow from energy well. Mm.
0: Of course. And I was sort of thinking there when you were talking, if you were to take an example family office, not anything specific, but an example family office, and you were to describe the structure of it in terms of what asset classes they find most important you know do they do they love you know collectible assets or do they love retail or do they love property what what does it look like and how what sort of activities
1: there's no one size fits all but i think if you think basically you know of you know a traditional fund then most family offices will be invested across all of the traditional asset classes mm. and the non-traditional asset classes now as we know you know, as finance has moved forward, and as we've seen diversification, especially across asset management, these alternative assets, especially when we look at credits, we look at equities, they'll become more and more exotic. Mm. But then with that, there'll be other things that the power are interested in that may well be art, um, maybe aviation assets, uh, jewels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Interesting. And
0: I would imagine, although the... the- Principles of a family office are obviously very across the, the details of their business. I'm sure they employ a, a staff, sure. you know, to run the run thing. What are the priorities of that staff every day? You know, what do they go in? What are, what keeps them up at night? What are they worried about? What are they trying to do? Is it a is it a kind of you know maximize returns? Is it to, to you know protect the existing assets? Well,
1: yeah. So each family office again will be slightly different. But I think that uh, what I would term 10 years ago, the talent agenda being fairly challenged in family offices. Now, as we've seen the way money in the region especially has changed at an institutional level, we see highly qualified CIOs seeing that family offices are a very attractive distribution channel or indeed a place to run money. You know, mainly because running retail money or institutional money you know, has become very, very compliant. The family office, you know, not only really, not does it have less controls, but it has more flexibility where it can invest. So, I mean, their aims to your question, really, are as well as maximising return, protecting that wealth for the family. And that will all be under a strict governance function, you know, that we see in place more and more now for family offices in regard to the way they run their money, look at risk controls look at the way in which they allocate on an ongoing basis, the different third parties they may use for strategic or tactical allocation on an ongoing basis. Hmm. Interesting. And we're here
0: in the region, we're in Abu Dhabi, we're in the capital of capital. Yep. There'll be a lot of... Uh, the falcon economy. The falcon economy, yes. We've got a lot of family offices and people involved with them listening uh, today. And I think we know that in terms of long, you know, multi-generational family offices here, they might have less generations than maybe Europe or or the United States. What could a family office in the region, what are the big principles that they should learn from the European, the American family offices that have maybe had multiple generations, seven, eight generations? Uh, Yeah, I mean,
1: that's a great question. and something we think a lot about, you know, in, in, in many different areas. So, you know, a bank like mine, obviously US headquarters, has had this business running family office money for over 40 years. We're a trust bank and we're still family owned. Now that allows us to have an understanding, you know, of what families are looking for on an ongoing basis. So much of my role, in a way, is to try and export what we've been doing there to here and bring that education and help that come to bear in the region. So I mean the family governance, understanding what the family wants to achieve having a clear plan for generational transfer, educating those other members of the family for the next generation, understanding who wants to be in, who wants to be out. And as we've seen more recently with jurisdictional change and the ability to do business here, then it's become really a lot easier to form family offices and to be able to drive what families want to do in the future. It doesn't have to be offshore in somewhere shady, it doesn't now, you know, have to be something that isn't openly talked about. Families are far more open now about how they manage their wealth on an ongoing basis.
0: Well, we here at ADGM um, are involved with with a lot of initiatives to try and foster this community. I know um, the recently established Emirates Family Office Association yeah. is, is set up here at ADGM. We at, uh, at Abu Dhabi Finance Week will be running... A, um, a whole day dedicated to the issues that we've just talked about now around family offices and how they um, manage their affairs. Um, so it's something that's very important to us. And I know one of the sad parts about this this podcast, we don't have a lot of time. Sure. Andy, we're, we're slightly out of time. But um, I want to thank you, uh, George, for, for taking the time to sit down with us, to educate us today on... The world of family offices, I certainly have learned a few things um, from uh, sitting with you. And uh, thanks very much.
1: No, this is my pleasure. I mean, there's been huge disruption in this area over the last 10 years. And I think there'll be more development over the next 10 years. So the way we see family offices develop, especially in the region, is very, very exciting. So thanks very much. Thanks for having me.